Good evening, everybody. I'm Mark. And I'm Britton. And today, oh boy, do we have a doozy for you. Uh, it is a... Can, can we even call it a movie, or is it a short? <sighs> or, or just a phenomenon? Or, I think it's a movella. You I, know? <laughs> I want to say it's more of an event. Um, actually, <clears throat> the, the backstory behind my search for this yeah. movie is much, much more interesting than the movie itself. But... We'll get all into that later. Yeah. So uh, uh, today the movie was the Hair uh, Hair Witch Project. Yeah, uh, made in 1999, and you know what? Uh, let's just jump right in and get started. Yeah. Uh, so why don't you tell us? <laughs> why don't you tell us what we just saw? Uh, I'll, I'll do my best because it was a it was something that kind of defies explanation. What we just what we just went. So, so just talk about the the plot of the movie, and then we'll go into the rest uh, of it, the backstory. Uh, of it. All right. Uh, yes, tell us the plot. A, so the the movie, I presume, uh, has a bunch of college stars, a bunch of college kids. Mm -hmm. uh, we were never given their age or their background, but uh, much like the uh, the Blair Wit Blair Witch Project. Or Blair Witch Project, or you know, or whatever. Blair Witch Project. <laughs> uh, the uh, you know they they're going to film a documentary about this local legend, uh, the the hair witch who would bring these victims, I guess they were, to uh, to a place called Barber Rock, uh -huh. and uh, scalp them. Uh, now keep in mind, this <clears throat> takes place in the I'm assuming mythical. Uh, California town of Merkinsville. Yeah, Merkinsville, California. And if you don't know what a Merkin is, they explain it to you um, very in, in great detail. Yeah, twice. Uh, yeah, eh, which I I don't know. It's all right, but, uh, but it. Uh, so there there are three characters. There is a uh, the I, I guess the the man who is we're, we're presuming he's a man. Uh, dressed as a woman, and I, not I, any kind of a... Uh, yeah, I, I don't know what is. I think because it's 1999 college kid humor, I'm assuming that they didn't have any, uh, like, they didn't have anybody that would want to do the whole movie yeah. with them, and he thought, okay, I'll just dress up in drag and yeah. uh, do it like that. And we know clearly that he was doing it for a joke because at the end um there's like a kind of like a blooper reel maybe and yeah. he specifically points out that he's trying to make his penis visible uh through his dress <laughs> at certain yeah. points it's th there's so much more to go into yeah, it's crazy is. that this is where we're already like getting hung up on yeah and, but it stars this gentleman uh we're we're presuming he's a gentleman because he also plays another character that uh, I think Scottish man. Okay, that was him too. Yeah. Um, so <clears throat> we 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 can't confirm. But the character is a woman, so we'll just yeah, we'll just say that we woman. have the woman. Uh, then we have a a mute gentleman. His name uh, is Iggy. Iggy. He is the only character that is. Not annoying. He's the only because he doesn't speak at all. Yeah, he he's a mute person who speaks through this clipboard of lies or uh, this clipboard of uh, uh, where he just writes down what he wants to say. Now there is something interesting about him because it is the only character that uh, like he's mute by choice, like he's just too lazy. Yeah, and we never see him writing anything on the clipboard. It just kind of appears there. Yeah, which is kind of. Fun. It's the only 
humor that can be taken from this movie because it's a comedy, obviously. Yeah, uh, and, and so that, that and it's not funny. It's not very funny at all. But that no. is the that is the closest it gets to having a joke in it. And it is, it, it and it barely works. <clears throat> Excuse me. What the hell is wrong? I with don't you? know. I got you got a froggy. In yeah, your I got a frog. Uh, and it, I don't know, all the other bad humor kind of outweighs the, uh, whatever good, goodwill that they got from that guy. And then there was a third character who will just say Guy. Yeah, so, he was... Guy, Girl, and Iggy. And those yeah. are our three characters. And nothing really, nothing really happened in the movie. Yeah, uh, Other a... than, uh, they kind of walked around and bickered at each other. Which I guess they were making fun of Blair Witch because there was a lot of that in Blair Witch. Yeah. Which don't get me wrong, I, I, I remember enjoying the Blair Witch uh, project when I saw it in theaters. I yeah thought it was fine. I've gone back and seen it again, and even though it does do uh, the type of things in movies that I hate, which yeah. is a lot of nothing. Yeah. Um, I actually do think that the characters were more interesting in the Blair Witch Project, and it wasn't just a, a slog of mediocrity. It was actually, even though nothing was happening, I did feel that it was at least paced uh, somewhat reasonably. Yeah. And yeah, I, I can get behind that. I, I remember when I, uh, I I didn't I didn't see it in theaters. I rented it. Mm -hmm. uh, I remember seeing it. Uh, being, you know, kind of feeling the tension of the movie as it was building up, and then when it ended, being kind of confused, and I'm thinking, you know, I must have missed something. There was something in there I must have missed, because this is supposed to be scary. <laughs> I think what it was is that it's supposed to leave you with a, a hollow feeling of, uh, of unease, uh, instead of outright horror. Well, a hollow feeling was felt, so... But not unease. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was just general emptiness. So, the movie, uh, The Hair Witch Project, which is, you know, obviously parodying it because yeah. everybody parodied it um, at the time it came out because it was a big movie uh, because of how low budget it was. Uh, yeah, it was a big movie and it probably had some of the best marketing behind it yeah. uh, that that's ever, that I think has ever been done for a movie. I don't think anything has, has ever topped it since then. Like, I know um, MTV parodied, parodied it during their... Uh, like VMA awards and everything, they yep, had like a yep. running gag. They uh, uh, scary movie parodied scary it. Scary movie, yeah. Um, they did. Uh, there was uh, a few others. I myself parodied it at the time, <laughs> uh, called the Levitation Project, where I saw this like I saw this thing on Discovery about a group of monks who would like giggle and start hopping around. Oh yeah, I saw that. And so uh, that was the that was the thing that was they were all levitating. <laughs> they giggling and hopping. Yeah, that, that was I, the levitation project. I, I, it, it's funny, because that's exactly what they do. <laughs> that, I, I, I'm not lying. I, yeah, they, <laughs> they sit in uh, the lotus position, and then they meditate, and then... And then they just bounce in the lotus position. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, it's a, it's a very impressive bounce for sitting in the lotus position, but levitation it ain't. <laughs> so this was, you know, Blair Witch was obviously... Um, popular enough to to imitate, and this yeah. movie was like, all right, we're gonna we're gonna do that. Thankfully, it's only half the running time; it's only thirty seven minutes. Yeah, but uh, ooh, it was a long thirty seven minutes. Oh yeah, yeah. The actually, it's sad that uh, I remember when the, we first 
put the Hair Witch Project on, there was maybe like five or six minutes of them interviewing locals. Yeah. And I'm thinking, all right, cool. Once we get past this, it'll probably start getting funny. But no, the interviewing the locals was the highlight of the movie. It was the funniest part of the entire movie. Uh, is, is that the was that the highlight of the movie or the five to ten minute dance sequence with a bunch of people and characters? that we've never seen before and never saw since. Well, to be fair, um, that wasn't in the movie. It, uh, it was just a, uh, like, it was an out-of-order kind of thing. Oh. So, yeah, the, the, the dancing had nothing to do with it. Okay, so the dancing wasn't, because this is one of those, uh, this is one of those movies... We thought the dancing had something to do with it. This is one of those movies that, that are, uh, that are kind of very hard to find. Mm-hmm. And uh, the only way we managed to find it, no, actually, we don't want to say how. You've yeah, got to find it on your own. Because this is where we're going to get into the mystery surrounding the Hair Witch yeah. Project. Because we talked about literally all that there is to talk about with this movie. The movie, the movie itself does not have much substance. But yeah, no. But the the intrigue behind this movie it does, and it was it was our white whale for a very long time. So. Uh, I guess I have to start and tell the story. Um, now when I was in, uh, this was 1999, so I guess I was in high school, it was ninth grade at the time. Mm, uh, 1999 uh, to 2000, yeah, that was, that was grade. I thought, uh, 1999 we were, was the end of junior high. Uh, let's see, 1999 into 2000 was, uh, we were first year of high school. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I had a friend, I'm not gonna name him here, we'll just call him, um, Sparky. Yeah. Um, I, I was just gonna shout out his full name. Yeah, I was thinking and maybe about bleep, and maybe bleep it out, but uh, no, Sparky's funnier. Yeah. Um, because has nothing to do with his personality. Skip. Skip. All right. You know that makes sense. Uh, uh, so Skip, uh, he was a, notor- a notorious liar. Yeah, he was a bullshit artist. Um, well, or just a bullshitter. And uh, he used to lie to me about different things all the time, like, uh, when Ace Ventura 2 came out, he said, Oh, did you watch after the credits? There's a trailer there for Ace Ventura 3, when Iceland calls, and uh-huh. he was going on talking about all these different scenes, and, uh, that movie never came to be, I'm certain, mm-hmm. and he just completely made it up. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know, it's been, I don't know, some movies take over 20 years to make. Yeah, yeah, so I don't think, I don't think that movie's coming out anytime soon. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so... I just thought that, because he mentions, like, oh, there's this movie called The Hair Witch Project I watch. I rented it from, you know, a store, and uh, he was like, oh, man, it was so funny, and he was, like, going on describing scenes. He was like, there's yeah. a guy who, you know, he has a clipboard, and, you know, he only talks with the clipboard, and, uh, and I'm like, oh, that sounds cool. So I went to Hollywood Video, <laughs> and I asked the person there, and this was not the most embarrassing moment of my life, but it was one of them. Um, yeah. I asked the person behind there, I was like, do you, I looked on the shelves, couldn't find it, and I was like, do, do you guys have the Hair Witch Project? The what? And the guy's like, what was it? And he's like, typing in the computer, and... Oh, fancy. Yeah, and I'm like, it's called, it's called, it's called, it's called, it's called the Hair Witch Project. And, um, and, he, 
And he was like, uh, he was asking like the this pretty girl who was working there. He's like, hey, uh, I don't know her name, but uh, he's like, hey, girl, hey, pretty girl. Um, I can't find a computer. Do you know anything about this hair witch project? And she's like, I don't know what that. He's like, I don't know, this kid's looking for it. It sounds like it's supposed to be a parody of Blair Witch. I don't know. It sounds stupid. Oh, I'll, I'll, let me let me put it over the intercom. Yeah. <laughs> uh, turn, 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 turn. Oh, Hollywood video customers. customers. There's a man looking for the Horowitz Project. Does anybody know the Horowitz Project? Uh, that sounds stupid. Yeah, who's asking for it? This little nerd up at the front register. Yeah, beat him up. So, obviously, I couldn't find the Horowitz Project, and for a long time, I just thought it was bullshit. Yeah. I it, just thought that Skip had, uh... Just had, one of the many lies he told. Just, just another one. I was like, oh, this is Ace Ventura 3 all over yeah. again. And, uh... Let's uh, like yeah. for years. I was just kind of wrote it off until uh, maybe. Oh, actually, no, not not quite. We sir, this was not our first foray into the expedition of nah. uh, the Hair Witch Project. Like we 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 scoured everywhere we could find. We even we even looked up the uh, the office where it might have been filmed. Yeah, the uh, three about th I think it was about three years ago. I think yeah. it was twenty twenty or so. Um, Man. Oh, wow. Anyway, uh, so it was about three years ago. Yeah. That's when I, I think I mentioned the story to you offhand, and you're like, all right, let's see if we can find it. And uh, we found just enough to make us believe that Skip wasn't lying. We, we found, like, breadcrumbs. Mm -hmm. We found breadcrumbs, like... Uh, I think we saw a video of someone making, uh, of someone walking through a videotape store with a cassette tape of the Hair Witch Project or something like that. I remember, uh, you took that image and you blew it up and you magnified it and you did all you could to enhance it so you could yeah. find the distribution company that had yeah. it and, uh, and then... Like you were, you went there. You found the distribution. You were like, you looked it up, and you're like, I don't know if this is it because everything I'm getting here just seems to be this like rundown office building in yeah. California. Yeah, it was like, it was almost like shell companies within shell companies. It was like, whoever made this movie did not want it to be found. And it's weird that. Like, this was clearly an amateur movie made by, like, college students. Yeah. Like, how the hell did a copy of it end up in the hands of old, uh, Skip? Like, yeah. how did he get a fucking copy enough to watch it? Because it, it wasn't like, you know, Skip lived on the other side of the country, you know, in California, where he might have come across it and told- He went to- he went to the same video stores we did. He- he's lived in the same house at this point since, like, the first grade or something yeah. like that, or even before, so... Like, he was local, just like us. Yeah. Um, and then we started, I think, when we were looking for it, we started picking up information of, like, people all over the country saying, I have vague memories of this movie in the video store. Yeah. It, it, for a little while, it was almost a Mandela effect yeah. thing. Yeah. I, I, I was like, I, this this might not exist until yeah. uh, it was right before I left here last year in this apartment. Yep. Um, we found a video of somebody who had went through the same process that we did to track this down. Except she she dug even in even deeper and found the guy who directed it mm -hmm. and, and uh, contacted him. And he and I know he sent her a copy, I think, and we watched her reaction video on yeah. the YubiTubes. And, uh, and at this point, it was like, we only saw brief clips here and there of it, and we were like, all yeah. right, so this clearly exists. I, yeah. I, I have to see it, so... Ooh. 
That 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 was our blurry Bigfoot footage <laughs> moment. So now that I've seen it, and I'm like, this this is all I can tell you. This is awful. This is this is probably yeah. one of the worst things I've ever seen. Yeah, it's bad. Um, but that being said, it just actually makes the mystery deeper. Like, all right, how the hell did this wind up in all these video stores? I, and I don't. Yeah, like how did? Uh, more importantly, like how did Skip? Get you know, get the uh, you know get a copy or find out about it because this was in the the still infantile state you know days of the internet where there wasn't a YouTube there was there like the closest thing to internet video in the late nineties early two thousands was uh, maybe Newgrounds and old and Flash animation they they didn't have the bandwidth for you know uh, video. What I'm led to believe is that. Uh he didn't go to no Blockbuster. Mm -hmm. He didn't go to no Hollywood video. He probably uh -huh. went to one of those local mom and pop uh, stores that yeah. did video rentals, and it was probably just uh, like this this random Suncoast video or something like that. Yeah. It just had random things up here every now and again, and it just was one of them that got shipped to him. But how the hell did they convince this comp this you know video chain to distribute copies across the U.S.? Because it's not like we live in some kind of big hub of uh, of influence. We're in you know sub out you know suburb suburbia outside of Philadelphia, and you know that that like it's not a lot of exper you know film experimentation going on over here. Like the equivalent of this would be. Um, like, picture yourselves, I want you all, whoever's listening, dear, dear listeners, to go back to 1999. Imagine at this yeah. time that you were 20 years old. We weren't, but imagine no. you were, and you and your college friends, like, made just a goofy video. Yeah. With, like, limited uh, editing capability, maybe, uh, with, like, an old... Uh, old-timey editing software. Yeah, it or might have been. Oh, it might have been linear editing from VCR to VCR. Yeah, that's probably likely what it was. Now imagine that you made a funny little tape like this. Yeah. And somehow convinced a distributor. Yeah, to distribute this 37-minute video across the country in just random spots. Like, it's insane. A, either a convince. Not only that, you have to convince. A manufacturer to dub the empty cassettes into your cassette. Yeah. Uh, the only other thing I could think of is the you know this group of kids just you know kind of grinned and bared it and made a bunch of copies and distributed it to di various different video stores across the United States. I mean that's also very possible. And if that's the case, then good for them. You yeah. you had the dream and you had the drive. You just didn't have the talent. You know, yeah, it's just, yeah. Like, because the movie, let's go back to it. The movie is very bad, and I think that we would be yeah. doing a disservice if we didn't kind of pick it apart a bit. Oh yeah, it, it was it was about the quality of a video you would imagine from a bunch of college kids in the late '90s uh, trying to do a parody of Blair Witch. Imagine. Uh, imagine that kind of video, and you, you pretty much get what it is. A yeah. bunch of, uh, nonsense swearing. Like, imagine if you came across a, uh, a silly video on, like, YouTube or something yeah. like that, of just some random kids make- I can't even make that analogy anymore, because, like, people- 
get viral all the time, you know yeah. what I mean? This was this was before this. This was just a lived in the nostalgic recesses of our brain where people every now and again say, I vaguely remember seeing yeah. that movie on the shelf. And, uh... <laughs> Good for them, because uh, back then it must have been a pain in the ass to film a movie. It's not like we have, like today, where we have pretty much video cameras in our pockets 100% of the time, 24 hours a day. Uh, they had to, you know, for the time, get pretty expensive cameras. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, they had to go out and clearly, according to the brooper, According to the the blooper reel, um, yeah. there were multiple takes. Uh, yeah. You know, the, there was there was a, a script they were following at, in some degree. Yeah, I, I have a feeling it was more of a more of a guideline than a script, but but um, like they they had some instances. Oh, I blew my line, you know, and it's, it's yeah, it's like okay, I, I can't believe that there was a line to blow here. <laughs> I wonder if Iggy ever blew his line. Um, Iggy was. Iggy was the only thing, I guess, that I, that is almost worth talking about because the stuff that was on his sign, like, yeah. again, it almost appeared in a supernatural way. Yeah, you didn't never saw him shuffling papers or doing anything. It would just be the right thing to say at the right time. Yeah, he was like, if he was sleeping, they'd look and there would be like Z's on his, yeah. or just random stuff. And you're like, hey, you're talking in your sleep. You know, and it, it does. I know the way we're describing it doesn't really sound that funny, but you know. Also, keep in mind we're grading on a very, very, very heavy curve. It's funny because I was gonna say the opposite. I was gonna say, I know what it sounds. What it sounds like is that this might be funny, but don't be fooled. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's the funniest thing in a very unfunny movie. So it, it's. Doesn't say much. Imagine if, uh, imagine if you were watching paint dry for 37 minutes, yeah. and in the middle of you watching that paint dry, like a mosquito gets stuck for about a minute and then flies away. Or that, that's about, you know, it's like, oh, that was that was interesting. Or you're watching paint dry for, let's say, a straight eight hours. Okay. Uh, an entire shift of work, uh, you're watching paint dry, and uh, for lunch you watch Big Bang Theory. <laughs> so you know, after watching paint dry, uh, you might might you know you might actually get a a laugh out of Big Bang Theory. Yeah, it might, it most might, of the time you wouldn't. But you know, yeah, it might happen. Yeah. So um, that is kind of the equivalent of what this guy was, where it was a idea that was, I guess, clever um, and executed ju uh, just. Just enough below the bar yeah. that it did wasn't exactly funny, but at the very least, it was whenever something was happening, it was more interesting than whatever everything else that was happening. Yeah, like he, I think I gave him the most attention out of all the other characters uh, in the film because he had at least something more to give than yelling and bitching. And I gotta say, of of all the movies I've seen that came out in 1999. This might have the most recorded instances of the C-word that... That's, uh, yeah, that's... Like, like, maybe this or the first Spider-Man. Uh, <laughs> no, that was that was 2001. That was yeah, a couple yeah that, that, that was a lot later. So, you, you might be thinking of The Matrix. Ah, uh, yes, yes. <laughs> the famous C-word scene in The Matrix. C-word, <laughs> C-word, 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 C-word. And that would or, not be enough, because they... 
they said that they painted with that movie yeah. like it was uh like it was like it was midnight blue or something like that. <laughs> Are you saying I'm gonna be a C word? No, Neil. What I'm saying is when I'm done, you won't have to be. <laughs> That was a good movie. That was a, yeah, it was like not quoted enough lines. Yeah, I know. Um, whew, so this movie uh, kind of went the same route as Blair Witch, where they had the discussion. Oh, I lost the map, and yeah. then there was a cell phone. Oh, my cell phone ran out of juice. You know. Yeah, it had pretty much the exact same plot points. It's just half uh, the time, or a third a, of the time, really. A third of the time and a third of the talent, and. Uh, it's and, and at the end, I, I'm not gonna spoil it, uh, but it doesn't end in a way that you would think it ends, and then it just keeps going for another two minutes. Yeah, two minutes. I wish. And then it, then when you think that, all right, well, is this building to something? They decide, all right, credits time. Yeah. Um, and uh, whew, so yeah, it, it's, <sighs> let's dive into some of the choices they made, shall we? Uh, Okay, I was gonna say how I, I was gonna, then after that I'll yeah, I was we, gonna we can, say we how we would have done it back in 1999. I think it's a lot different than we would how we would do it today. I think this actually deserves a little bit more special attention because of the effort it took for us to find this yeah, movie. Yeah, no, this was a this was a journey. Like, like journey has reached its conclusion, and <laughs> we have finally reached Mecca. Like. It would be like we went on a uh, a a road trip from uh, uh, from Pennsylvania to California, yeah. and we walked there the entire time. <laughs> and when we get to California, it's just to uh, to spit into a wishing well, <laughs> and then that's it. We walk back. I, I, I'm gonna give you one better. We're Forrest Gump running across the country, <laughs> and then all of a sudden. He, it's that scene where he just doesn't want to run anymore. It's, uh, we, he finally found what he was looking for, and so did we. It's as if, uh, it's as if it's it's like Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. Like, and we finally find the Ark, <laughs> the thing we've been searching for for years. We finally open it up, and instead of like ghosts, it's actually just the sand inside. And we didn't look away. Yeah, and nothing happened. Yeah. It was just, oh, sand. Is it gonna be ghost sand? No. No, just regular sand. Oh. Top men, huh? Yeah, top <laughs> men. Oh, at least we got a pretty arc out of the deal. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's ours now. <laughs> you Nazi bastards. So, uh, the, uh, special attention needs to be taken in this movie. Yeah. I want to start with the, the, the obvious, uh, I guess, Elephant in the room, maybe, or whatever. Uh, okay, you might have to narrow it down. Alright, so... I genuinely do not know... Why... The... Why he... The guy dressed up in... Uh, as a woman? Yeah. I, I... Well, I think I know why. I think oh, back yeah. then he was like, Oh, this is gonna be funny, you know. Yeah. And it, and it didn't really turn out that way. It was just, uh... Because at first I was like, you know, like, Oh, okay, you know, he's transgender, that's cool. And it was like, oh, no. He's not. He's just being a dick. He's yeah. making fun of uh, all this stuff. Uh, for, as far as I can see, uh, there was really only like maybe two women in that in that uh, in that movie. Yeah, one had an eye patch. Yeah, one was an eye patch, and you know, probably a little bit too old for the role. That's a shame because 
She was alright. She was the most interesting, uh... Like, her two minutes of screen time was super interesting. Because you didn't know when the when the other shoe was going to drop. Like, I was... To me, there was a little bit of danger involved. Yeah. It was... This is a very, very depressing, uh... Or not depressing, a very strange, uh... Analogy? Yeah, but... I remember watching UHF? Yeah. And you were saying, like, oh, uh... uh Kramer, uh, Michael... Michael Richards. Yeah, Michael Richards in that. Like, he... Oh, he's so unstable that you don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah, and it almost saves the film. Yeah, you, you just don't know what this this crazy lunatic's gonna do. Is he gonna is he gonna pull something out of his nose, or is he gonna throw a kid through the window? <laughs> like, there's a real, actual, legit danger you feel watching this guy. Like, you, you it's the same feeling you get when you see a, an ape holding a kid. <laughs> it's it's the same feeling you get when you go to see like the Tiger Show. Yeah, you know, and it's like. Oh, there's- there's danger here. We don't know how this is gonna turn out. Is this gonna turn out well with the tiger performs, or is this gonna turn into a news article? <laughs> so, it is, you know, this lady was very much like that because I'm pretty sure she was just a, a stage teacher or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it, it kinda- it kinda came off as more of a teacher or mentor type role she had with them because uh, she was older and had a lot more talent under her belt. And she was definitely like, she had, like I said, a weird eye patch on, like, yeah. gauze or something, but she also had the look of a, of a wild stallion. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I'm pretty sure she was just acting, but I was like, ooh, this, I don't know what's gonna happen. She, yeah. She's gonna snap any second now. And unfortunately, there was no real payoff. No, uh... I wanted more- if she was in the movie, it would have been a lot better, I think. I, I would have actually had preferred her as that crazy person, uh, to be the, uh, the woman instead of the guy. Yeah. Um, there was a, another woman that was, like, a blonde. Oh, like the- who was, like, the- I guess the girlfriend of that one guy who- they, the couple they were talking about, Merkins. Yeah, that- that- and that was- that was all, and they just, uh, they didn't really do anything or say anything interesting, they just beat us over the head about what a Merkin is. Yeah, a very Merkin-heavy scene. Um, because the whole- I guess we forgot to talk about the whole plot, which is sometimes they find hair. <laughs> yeah. And that's the plot. Yeah, yeah. Almost apropos of nothing, but, uh, yeah, they always find hair and they usually hear, uh, the spooky sounds- you hear, uh, spooky Halloween sound tape. Like, it would have been a lot more convincing if it was, you know, one of those hanging ghost things that- <laughs> All they do is just shake. Yeah. <laughs> like, what is that? Oh my gosh, what is that? You know. And, uh, now, since we're on the subject, there's also one other thing I kind of want to yeah. point out, which is... There's so many takes which just drag on and on. Yeah. And... I, I hope they hear this. I hope they listen because I want to tell them what a treat it's been trying to find this movie. Well, like, yeah. It has been a... It, this is a ship-in-a-bottle level amount of obsession <laughs> that we've had. Um, but it, And it's been a wild ride, so thank you for making this movie. Yeah. Uh, thank you for being a part of the greatest chase I've ever been on. Um, but that being said... Um, most of the time, the scenes just kept going on and on, like, I'm tired, yeah. I'm gonna sit down, I'm gonna lay down, I'm tired. Get up! Get up! Hurry no, up and get I got, up! I gotta get lay down. Up, I, gotta, I think I pulled a hamstring, I'm gonna up, lay down. I'm just gonna lay here. I'm just gonna lay down. Nope, I think I'm laying down. You know what? Okay. 
So yeah. it's like, all right, I understand that, uh, that you think that it's funny, but it wasn't. It, it wasn't. But then again, if you did, if you truncated all the extra stuff and stopped it where, you know, it was natural. Um, yeah, we might get a 30 second video. Yeah, it would be, it would be a clip. We would be talking about a 10 minute video as opposed <laughs> to a 37 minute one. Yeah, and I really, I, I am kind of, I, I kind of have the feeling now of the dog that kind of caught his tail. Well, and and you know, kind of what to do next? Should should, you know, should we, we should we reach out and say what the hell were you doing? No, uh, they, like their answer is probably going to be, dude. We were like twenty years old. We were in yeah. college. We were just having fun. And I was high half the time. It's like how uh, the hell did you? You guys put in a lot of effort in the distribution of this. We did. Apparently, it's this Pennsylvania over here. How to get it there? That that, that is be. that is if, if that's the case. If they don't know how they got from California to Pennsylvania, that is a bigger mystery. I I, I almost want to make our own video called the Hair Witch Project Project, where yeah. we try to figure out how this like how this made it from yeah. one place to another. And I I am a I I don't want to say it, but we might have to contact Skip. I don't want to contact. I don't want to contact Skip either. Uh, Jenny knows Skip. Uh, she'll contact Skip. Yeah, she. Uh, I don't uh, think she not. wants. Yeah, okay. I don't think she wants to contact Skip. So uh, uh, I know you're looking at me because I, I've had the most communication with Skip uh, uh, in the past twenty years or uh, ten years. I don't, I don't know. I, of the two of us, I might have been the last one to talk to Skip. Oh, how long ago was that? Uh, that might have been. 15 years ago? And you were not. Oh, uh, really? I saw the second Transformers movie, Dark of the Moon. Oh, no, that, was, uh, that wasn't the second one. Uh, Revenge of the Fallen was the second one. Yeah. So that was, what, 2009 or 10? Uh, that sounds about right. Um, and when I left, I went and we were walking around the mall, and we went to the store that Skip was working at. And, oh. And, because uh, <clears throat> we're getting, like, a new N64 and everything. Yeah. So that was the last time I talked to Skip. So if you can beat Transformers 2... I, I don't think I can. And I, I that was the last time I saw Skip was at his job as well. And uh, he was very, very nice. You know, he was like, oh, look at uh, this. My boss sells these things. It's not very, they're not very good and they're not selling, but he made them and he <laughs> wants us to try to push them. And I'm like, yeah, they looks like shit. It was something stupid, like a, like a bookmark that was like very, uh, very like 10 guy rules that every guy should follow. It, yeah. was, it was stupid. I read them. I was like, do people buy this? He's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Look, guy, it's pure profit. I made it for 30 cents. I'm selling it for 60 bucks. Yeah, it's, uh, like, if I sell one, I've made my production cost and then some. Yeah. So, uh, that was the last time I talked, so I guess the onus would be on me to recontact Skip. <sighs> but I don't want to, I, I'd rather contact the directors of the movie yeah, than contact or Skip. Or hire a private investigator. To, to, to ask Skip. Yeah. <laughs> So, I have a few questions for you, Mr. Skip. I, I imagine he, he just wakes up. Like, he's all blurry-eyed, because he, he, he wakes up, and his eyes swollen shut, he's tied to a chair. Ah, you died there for a moment, Mr. Skip. Welcome I, back. I imagine it's actually uh, a little bit different. Like, same thing, bleary-eyed, he opens those eyes, yeah. and he tries to move, and he finds that he's tied to a wooden chair yeah. in, like, a warehouse, and there's a single naked light bulb shining down yeah. on him. 
And then here comes this well-dressed man straight out of a 30s gangster movie. Yeah. Like, uh, oh, you finally woke up, Mr. Skip. I've and, been meaning to ask you a few questions. And in my vision, like, he has, he has a undershirt on, but not because that's what he was dressed in, but, like, the suspenders are down, his, his, uh, and on a chair somewhere <laughs> is, like, the, uh, his white shirt and his coat, because mm -hmm. he's been so busy working Skip over for information that, uh, he was working working up a sweat. Like, I don't even imagine that he asked him any questions. He just started with the punching until Skip yeah. passed out. And now he's, uh, now he's just kind of washing his hands. Yeah. Skip was going home to his wife and kids, I'm assuming. Yeah. And out of nowhere, he gets assaulted and he wakes up, like, after being brutally beaten and no idea why. Because I imagine it, it transitions like, uh... Like uh, Tony Soprano at the at the very end of the <laughs> series, and all of a sudden he wakes up. That's how he wakes up. Uh, where am I? Well, Skip, it's finally time for us to have our moment in the sun. I don't know why you're watching, you're asking so many questions, Skip. When I'm the guy who's got to ask you some. When I'm the guy with the gun, and he <laughs> and he like you know just kind of points to. He's still wearing the holster. Yeah, of course. Um, but you know, and Skip's like. Is this about is this about the fifty grand that that I that I embezzled because I swear I ain't here for the money, Skip. I ain't here about that. Is this is this is this about the uh, is this about the prostitution ring I've been running? And skip, I, skip, skip. No, yes, no. You're missing the big picture, Skip. We we have I have a question for you. A few by an interested party, couple of them, in fact. They yeah. paid me top dollar. Is this 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 isn't. This isn't about my, uh, my video store collection of no, uh, pornography no, that I make. Skip, yeah. you gotta really think about the- what, what, what parts of your life are the big mystery? Uh, fine, fine, okay, okay. I- I admit, I forged that painting and I buried it in the backyard. And uh, the one skip, hanging in the Guggenheim skip, is a skip, fake! Skip, skip, skip. What? I wanna know... Where'd you find the Hair Witch Project? Is this about Mark and Britain? I didn't say no names. I oh, 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 what names would you say in again? Cause I thought I didn't hear names. Uh, okay, what do you want to know? <laughs> I'm asking the questions here, Skip. <laughs> Why don't you keep your mouth shut until I ask? Until you're ready for an answer. Okay. <laughs> you just don't learn, do you, Skip? Ugh. <laughs> uh, uh, Oh, <laughs> oh wise guy, huh? Ah, <laughs> oh, back talk. <laughs> so, the Hair Witch Project. I never saw it. It was a radio thing I heard. A radio, but they told me it was on the internet where they saw it. What station were you listening to? Uh, uh, oh, gee, oh, all right, fine, fine. I found it at the. I. Well? Some, some guy paid me ten dollars to watch it and rave about it. He was he was wearing a wig and a dress. Hmm. Interesting, that... if true. <laughs> All right. Thank you for your cooperation. <laughs> I never leave a body behind. <laughs> Is he Inspector Gadget? I'm always on murder. <laughs> Imagine it's not that they just. They wheel him out, like duct tape to like a wheelie chair, you yeah. know, into the middle of traffic, like yeah. in Red Dragon. Yeah, you, you beat me too. I was <laughs> gonna say he's like Red Dragon, where he's on fire, go. You know. <laughs> only like, you see, I only set his pants on fire because he was always lying to you fellas. 
Yeah, but you doused him in kerosene. He he went up like a scarecrow. And them's the brakes. <laughs> and he didn't have any. Not down that hill. <laughs> oh. Are you Andrew Dice Clay? I. <laughs> Who's asking the questions? <laughs> we gotta stop hiring this guy. Everybody gets results. Yeah. But what? just don't ask him anything, okay? <laughs> Alright, so what'd you find out? You just have a hard time learning, don't hey, you? You guys are just like your friend. <laughs> uh, I, what's this- what's this, uh, private investigator's name? Um, I, I would- first of all, I want to point out, he's- In my mind, his suit and his fedora and all that the stuff- suit. No, gray. Gray suit. Gray suit? Gray suit. Maybe a gray flannel suit. Double-breasted. Yes. Like, he is, uh, but he's all decked out in gray, like I said. He almost stepped out of a black and white movie. He, he, you could you could almost mistake him for a G-Man. Like, I don't know if you remember, but in in the original, or the first season of In Living Color, they yeah. had this, uh, this skit where there was a woman who was always in black and white. Oh yeah, I remember that. I, that's kind of how I imagined this guy, that yeah. stuck out of time from the <laughs> 30s. Like, he is, yeah, he, he's just so out of place that he's the wrong color. Yeah, exactly, he's the, 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 black and white. Black, well, yeah, he's monochrome. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess his name would be, uh, would be, um... Uh, it, it'd be something, oh, like, ridiculously masculine. Oh, like, uh, like... Chet Man Bun? No, that's yeah, not- Chet Man Bun. No, that's not masculine, uh... I was gonna say, like, uh... Greasy Gray or something like that. Like, it'd be something like Chip McGrit. <laughs> uh... Let's see... It would be, uh... Tug? <laughs> well, okay. maybe, maybe not. Uh, yeah, like, we don't necessarily have to ascribe anything to that. Alright, alright, how about, uh... How about Rock Tugboat? <laughs> <laughs> Rock tugboat at your service. <laughs> All right, I'm just gonna call you detective. <laughs> call yeah, me Dick. Detective's oh, no. fine. <laughs> like, well, what can I do for you? All right, well, I guess we need to speak to the director now since uh, it didn't really answer the mystery and you murdered him. All right, I'm gonna need his name and the, the size of his gloves. Uh, all right, uh, they look like a look like a four F and um. Uh-huh. And his name is, uh... Actually, I don't know. Let's, uh, play it again. Ah, that is his name. I'll get it through that. Because <laughs> I don't feel like looking it up right yeah, now, yeah, and I, I don't want to ruin the bit. Yeah, I have no idea. Oh, that's his name. Plain as the nose on your face, I see it right in front of me now. There's no need to say it out loud. In plain English, we're all looking at it at this moment. Why would I say the name out loud to you fellows when you're clearly seeing the same name that I am? You fellows are just as literate as I am. <laughs> so I'm just gonna write it in a notepad and not say it because that would be stupid of me. And, um, you- There we go, every single letter. <laughs> oh, how many ever of them there are. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fellas, I'll be back in a bit. I don't know why mine sounds like Alf. <laughs> <laughs> so I was wondering. <laughs> you gotta he, blend. Uh, over down here on Melmac, or over in Melmac, we didn't have witches. <laughs> uh, my, mine's more Vinnie Barbarino. <laughs> Hey, what do you think, Willie or Horshack, whoever? <laughs> uh, so, how did you get this video over in- Oh, is he Bullwinkle? <laughs> how did you get this video over- Like, I, I want to talk at my- here's yeah, my elf. Like, hey, Willie, what's the deal with <laughs> Seinfeld? <laughs> hey, Willie, what's the deal with all the hair in the- 
I'm now my Seinfeld's uh, Don Knotts. What is going on? Everything's just a little bit off. We're living in that simulation. In that simulation. (laughs) Hey, Skipper. You got anything for breakfast, or am I gonna have to break your jaw again? Gilligan, I'm getting tired of your mouth. <laughs> Gilligan's Island with all G-men from the 30s, from the 30s. would be ridiculous. Lovey, I'm getting tired of this island. You're, I- n- you're not kidding. I'm getting tired too. My bu- uh, my my pearls are getting all sore. Yeah, your pearls been sore since you were 40. <laughs> hey, Gilligan. Yes. Oh, yes, yeah, skip. Oh, I was Ginger, I thought. Hi, okay, hi, Ginger. Well, now, now I'm Marianne. Oh, uh, whichever one you want. Do you want to do something behind that bush? A little ring-a-ding-ding action? I'd take you back there myself if you hadn't been asked. <laughs> that would either be... We would not remember that show, or people would remember it like The Prisoner, you know? Like, one season, but... Boy, oh boy, did it change things. Like, I, I kind of, I, I wonder how it would, like, just as a lark to redub this show <laughs> with that voice. Uh, it's keep all the lines the same. Like, just- it's, it's the exact same show, <laughs> but we give it a new audio track. Just sit right back and you'll hear a tale. A tale of a fateful trip. And you better believe it, Buster. <laughs> all right, you won't be coming back. <laughs> You'll be lucky if it was just a three-hour tour. <laughs> three... Well, uh, yeah, you... You get the joke. You get the joke. <laughs> I don't even need to explain uh, it. We're all seeing the same joke here. I-, I can just imagine other shows that this would be... I love Lucy and she loves me. <laughs> I was actually... Uh, my go-to was going to be Lost in Space. That's... Uh, <laughs> danger, danger. Will Robinson. Yo, <laughs> look out for that mook, uh, <laughs> Dr. Smith. He, he ain't all right up there. Not in the head. <laughs> and you won't be you he won't be all right in the head either when he's done. <laughs> he's a bad man, that's what I'm saying. Oh, the pain. Oh, the pain of it all. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, I don't know any other characters. No, neither do I. Um, there's Will Robinson, there's the robot, and... There's Dr. Dr. Smith. Smith. Like, those are the then, only three characters. And then the family, I guess. And, and then the rest. <laughs> and the rest. And the rest. <laughs> oh, the, but the, Lucy, you got some splaining to do. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Baba Lou, you know? <laughs> hey, Ricky, when are you going to pay your rent? Oh, Rock Tugboat is such a fun voice to do. It's such a fun voice, and, <laughs> and and it's it's a fun voice to do, especially like in this new gimmick we found. This is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Hey, I'm Spartacus. No, you're not, because I'm Spartacus. Hey, you two, shut up. I'm Spartacus over here. Hey, you're not the only Spartacus. Look at me. I'm Spartacus as well. Hey, someone say my name. Hey, is that Spartacus? Hey, I'm Spartacus too. Well, I'm not. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> oh, man. Rock, Rock tug- tugboat. I want to... Uh- I hope that everybody listening to this is enjoying it as much as we are. I hope they're we not, are having so much I fun. I hope they're not fast-forwarding, like, all right, let, let's see how far they go before they stop talking in this stupid voice. They're still going. 20 minutes, huh? Sam, you're a chimp. <laughs> that would be like... da 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 
Not even words, he's yeah. just singing. <laughs> just trying to find the last leap home. <laughs> never get there, though. Dr. Sam Beckett never returned home. Kind of a downer. <laughs> or a little bit funny. <laughs> Didn't even spell the guy's name right in the end credits. And who was that fat guy he was talking to that seemed to know all the answers? Gushy. We'll never know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Quantum, uh, quantum leap. Yep. Oh, man. I'm gonna say, oh boy, because of quantum leap. Oh, oh. boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I can't <laughs> wait to go home. All right. Well, essentially, you have to do this to leap. <laughs> <laughs> what? Goofy says that you do a 40% chance. <laughs> uh, Donald? You're not coming in, Donald. <laughs> That was, uh, Donald as, uh, yeah, yeah that, was, that was good, that was good, that was yeah. fun. <laughs> like, uh, if Kingdom Hearts ever wants to expand into the Quantum Leap universe. Uh, did, hmm, did, does Fox own Quantum Leap? I think, no, it's NBC. Oh, then but, not. But, I mean, Disney will get NBC eventually. Yeah, they'll get every, everyone. So. They'll get us eventually. Yeah. Um, we're already getting there. Uh, we have a deal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sign on the dotted line and everything will be fine. If you know what's good for you. Okay. Hey there, my name's Britton. And I'm Mark. And this is, uh, what's now, the name of our show again? Well, you can read it. It's right here on the website. No need to say it out loud. Uh, I'm gonna write it down right here. I'm gonna type it in because I have a computer now. Clickety clackety click clack. <laughs> Even my computer talks like me. Uh, it does. You've got mail. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, Alright, so, let's, let's take a step back here. We kind of lost ourselves. I know. It's, it, it, I, I, don't want, I don't want to stop, though. I, Come here, little kitty cat. Meow. What the hell was that? It, just a cat in the room. Oh, okay. Like, like uh, no. Yeah. Right. We, got, we, got, we, got put, uh, we got to put rock, rock tugboat <laughs> to bed. So, we'll stop doing for a little bit. We'll, we'll for come now. Back. So let's let's answer the question that I know you want to ask. Okay. Uh, about the Hair Witch Project, and how would we do a Hair Witch Project in 1999? Now here's the big stipulation: um, Is it like we right now got transported to 1999, or is this 1999 Mark and Britain in high this, school? This is 1999 Mark and Britain. This is gonna be tough and bad. Man, because... this is before we were friends. Yeah. I mean, we never really became friends, but, uh... We never really were friends. Uh, more of associates that... <laughs> that smooch every now and again. <laughs> more... More no. associates that feel safe in each other's arms <laughs> on a cold night. <laughs> but, um... But no, uh, <laughs> 1990. Like I'm trying to like, this was this was my first year of high school and yeah. yours as well. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna assume 1999 to 2000 and not um, eighth grade, end of eighth grade. Yeah, uh, that, that's probably when this when this came out anyway. So um, basically, a Mark in Britain, uh, pre Mark Britain. Yeah. Um, uh, where we haven't really discovered. I don't think I even discovered I wanted to be any kind of. Comedian or entertainer? Uh, yeah, yeah. You, you were just kind of more interested in science. Yeah, <laughs> and I, uh, I was more into. I wasn't really into anything. Uh, yeah, I was. 
I was I was more existing than anything. Like I think I was trying to find my own way. I mean, I liked to write even back then. Yeah. Um, but my actually uh, my books were. Um, this is gonna be a slight detour because I think it's uh -oh. a damn funny story. Uh -oh. um, I remember whenever you tell a story from your childhood. <laughs> this isn't the childhood kind. Of. Okay. This was this was around the same time I had an idea for a trilogy of stories. I even started. Oh, okay. I even started writing the first one, you know, old pen and paper and everything. All right. And uh, I think when I got uh, my first computer, um, I actually tried to start transcribing it, you know, or start writing it, you know, actually on a, a word pad. Okay. Um, so the story was about. About, uh, snakes who come down, like s space snakes. Oh, I should, oh, I should have. Okay. <laughs> yeah, come down from where? <laughs> from was Mount the, Sinai. It was the, it, it was the snake in paradise, and it, it's, <laughs> it, it, the serpent in paradise finally made its way to Earth to, <laughs> to finish what Milton started. Um, but yeah, it was about like a group of space snakes. All right, and they were, uh, they were. Like, basically unkillable, like, and I didn't know how war or anything worked back then. Uh, yeah. So it was like, <laughs> they, like, America got a, me or the world got a message that says, Hey, meet us at the Golden Gate Bridge on, like, June 10th. Uh, we're gonna <laughs> conquer you. Bring your president. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And so everyone kind of meets up, like, I don't know, what's going on, is this a hoax? And then they come down, and they're like, alright, well, we're gonna conquer you, and the, you know, the army fights them, and the bullets are ineffective. Alright. And the snakes have, like, one arm, so I guess they're not really good snakes. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> and they... They they shoot like venom out and it like melts people. Wait, like from their arms? Yeah, from their arm cannons. Like they have balls of venom that they shoot out and uh, okay. it, it melts the that's their weapon and melts people and their our weapons are useless against them. Um, All right. There's a recurring snake bad guy who uh, it's the first victory of the war where they Hiss. they they <laughs> sir <laughs> hiss motherfucker. <laughs> they 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 ended up like. Running him over and like crushing him, yeah, and uh, like almost bisecting him. So that's how the first book ends. Like America, uh, the world is pretty much defeated except for like few pockets of rebe rebels. Um, and their only victory is this snake that they kill, uh, but they think they kill, but by bisecting it. But the snake scientists, <laughs> like they re they 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 fix him so that now he has two arms that shoot the venom instead oh, of just shit. one. Yeah, that's that that's called increasing the stakes. Or the snakes. Um, so you're. So if I if I'm gonna if I get the if I'm correct here, uh, conventional weapons don't work. But no one thought to run over them. <laughs> uh, the one it was like fluke accident, you know. Okay. Like it was like they've tried all this stuff, but this one gets like caught between two cars, you know. And the other ones, they're not stupid enough. They just slither just, away. Just pin pin between the cars like Mel Gibson's wife. <laughs> in signs. In signs. Not in real life. <laughs> um. And I think the the I think the name of the I don't remember the name of the first two books, uh, but yeah. I'll get to the name of the third one when we get to it, because it's so fucking hilarious. And is the uh, I don't know why, but is the snake's name Murphy? No, <laughs> Robo Snake. <laughs> uh, so the second one is about like the last remaining humans banding together yeah. to you know fight back, and they decide they they've learned that the uh, the cobra. Like venom antidote, like the anticoagulant, is right. what they're weak to. So huh. they they retrofit their weapons to you know basically include this, and it you know it decimates them. And uh, and then they're like, nope, the fight's not over. So they take the the snake spaceship and um, 
And basically, the third book, which is called The Sun Still Sets. <laughs> All the yeses. Uh, they, you know, a group of scientists take the, you know, and, and soldiers and everything, take the snake spaceship okay. back to the snake homeworld, and they dump the anticoagulant into their water and kill the oh entire God. planet. So the, the heroes of the story commit a planetary <laughs> genocide. A, a complete war crime. And I remember, like, thinking, like, yeah, this is satisfying. <laughs> they, they got what they deserve. <laughs> and like I look back on it now, I'm like, man, that was coming from a dark place, I guess. I guess. Man, having to... Uh, joining litterbugs must have changed you. <laughs> so that was... That was uh, what ninth grade Mark was writing. That, that was my style of writing. Okay. It wasn't funny yet. It's only funny in retrospect. It's more bizarre and sad. Yeah, than actually funny. So, um... What were you doing in ninth grade, if you can pin uh, yourself into so that? So, ninth grade, I was probably ankle-deep in alien conspiracy theories. Okay. Uh, like I had... I, I was going through the internet, going through different chat rooms. It was a very dangerous time, uh... For, for, for a young fourteen-year-old, yeah, a young thirteen-year-old perusing the internet. I there there were there were some close calls. <laughs> uh, you know, I, there there were. Uh, yeah, no, I got there, you. There, there was reasons why uh, you, you should avoid certain things on the internet. Like like you know, it was a wild west back then. You it know? was, and, and I, I I was nearly a data point. You're a nearly a statistic. So uh, and so. I would gather, I would gather these quote-unquote classified documents and put them, print them out, put them in a folder, uh, you know, just, and it, it most of it is bullshit yeah. and hoaxes, but it was good fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, so we have, uh, Mark, who was a, a writer who liked to talk about, like, faraway stories and things yeah. like that, we'll just stick to that, and we have Britton, who was very much, like, X-Files kind of guy, you Yeah. Know? Um, okay, so, this idea comes down plop down and says, all right, we have a title, Britain, who I haven't even met yet. <laughs> the Hair Witch Project. Like, it's a, we're, it's a group project for school, and we're assigned each other. Yeah, like, all right, you're gonna work with somebody from a different class. Uh, <laughs> I'm Professor Rock Tugboat, <laughs> and I'm your teacher, you mook. All right, now, so what we're gonna do is, we're gonna assign this English kid to this science kid, and uh, we're gonna hope that everything works out. Your project... The Hair Witch Project. Ah, uh, uh, this has nothing to do with aliens. Alright, so... Alright, but if you, you want to get good grades, that's important to you at this juncture of your life. You would think so. So, get <laughs> on it. Alright, hi, how's it going? I'm Mark. Um... And, uh, I don't like you already. <laughs> I, I... Hi, I'm... I'm incredibly awkward and not very talkative. Okay. So awkward, um, we're going to, uh, what do you think we should do for a hair witch project? So I'm thinking... Aliens. See, I was thinking something similar, where the alien is Chewbacca. Because he's hairy. Ah, uh, yeah, that would work. Uh, it, it turns out that it wasn't the hair witch, it was just Chewbacca the whole time. Chewbacca came down and, uh, was leaving his, his... Because, like, I'd change the plot of it where they sometimes find hair. Yeah. And... You know, then it's like, oh, oh, what's this? What's this? But it just turns out it was Chewbacca shedding, you know? Yeah, and uh, I have a feel. What it is, is uh, Han Solo is in orbit. Like, Chewbacca asked him to pull over so he can take a leak, but apparently with Wookiees, 
you have to find the right spot. They're mm. very particular. Yeah. And uh, oh, don't look. Yeah. I'm not looking, Chewie. Just or, go. It's <laughs> like how the do how a dog has to choose just the perfect tree. So he just walks around sniffing yeah. everything. Like he'll lift a leg and then you know second guess it and you know start sniffing somewhere else. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know this happened in the '60s and people thought it was a Bigfoot. Okay. Okay. And. Uh, and so they go, they go looking for the hair witch, what they yeah. think it is, and um, they they do find they find hair, they find scat with hair in it. <laughs> they find hair with scat in it. Yeah, they they just find a bunch of hair footprints, basically leading to yeah, this trail of hair that that leads to a dilapidated old house. And that's where Chewbacca, after decades, has finally found the right spot to finally go, and we interrupt him. Yeah. And, and he chases us, and then, then we get to the, you know, oh, what's that? Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and Chewbacca gets the camera and apologizes into it. <laughs> and the subtitles are like, I just wanted to find a quiet place to take a leak. Uh, knowing me in ninth grade, I would probably have the subtitles just be rawr, 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 rawr. Yeah, knowing you. Yeah. Because it's like, yeah, that's funny. It's yeah, not. It's not. <laughs> or, or, uh, or, I don't know what, I'm, I was you, big into Star Wars in 1999. Too, I was so. in, in 1999, I was big into The Matrix. I so, was too, yeah, yeah. So I might, I, I probably, it's very possible I might have done Wachowski-esque convoluted dialogue. I oh, that's possible because I I also around this time, um, I was I mean even before this, but especially now, like I would yeah. I was getting my camera and uh, like making videos and everything, like the Levitation yeah. Project. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and and I had a Matrix parody, the Mac tracks. You know, it was stupid. I, I just don't even ask. Uh, I I remember some of the scenes you described. I'll save. I'll save give you me, some dignity. I'll give you the dignity. Please, please, of not yeah. mentioning them. So, but you know, so I was clearly also having a filmmaker mind back then too. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it, it's very very possible that uh, I would have went into this like trying to be a purist of the Blair Witch and be like, no, we have to stick more to the script or of the original as opposed to doing our own thing. So you would keep it a horror? I would try to keep it a horror because, you know, I was... I went through my pretentious film snob stage from 1999 to today. Okay. So... <laughs> yeah. Wait. Really? Yeah. I'm a huh. pretentious film snob. I, I never got pretentious oh. film snob from... Well, I, I now that you mention it, yeah, I do. Yeah, especially with how much you hate whatever I choose. Well, it's not my fault that you always choose bad things. Uh, yeah, I know. Although, I chose this. You did, but this... I I, I forgive this, because this, this, again, was like a white whale. Like, you chose pig. In my... First off, pig... Pig... A marketed pig, pig. pig marketed itself as something it was not. That's true. We were expecting John Wick with, with a pig. pig, and and literally everyone in the comments section on IMDb said, "Is this John Wick with a pig? I don't think so." And I'm like, you know, you're right. It isn't. It, it should have been. It has like it has such high marks on IMDb. Also, like six point nine out of ten, yeah. which is you know the sign of a, a decent movie usually. Yeah. Um, and uh, you got you guys are getting a sub review. Yeah, because pig sucked. Yeah, it was uh, it was a disappointment. I thought there were there were some highlights in it where and uh, some some parts I thought oh that was a good scene but overall it was uh, it just went nowhere like there was two uh, two parts that I thought was uh, was decent and yeah. 
they happen almost back to back to one another. Um, yep. There's a scene where he's in a, a restaurant and he just like basically breaks this guy down completely. Yeah. And it's such it's really a a well acted, poignant almost, and well shot scene. I would say that scene would I could would describe that scene as even captivating. Yeah, I was like, oh. This is. I was like, ah, this is good. Okay. I, and then the next scene after that, where he yells at a kid for and steals his bike, I was like, <laughs> okay. I think the movie's finally starting to pick up, and then and, it just decided not to. Yeah. And a, a lot of people were describing it as it's it's a movie about uh, coming to terms with loss and grief and stuff like that. And it's a movie that's about ninety minutes too long. Because it's a movie about uh, someone steals this guy's pig, and he wants his pig back. And that's it. That's it. And he is a chef, and he he, he basically cooks the villain into submission. Yeah. And it's just... It, it goes back to what I say all the time, which is it's just a dull, gray, muted color, miserable, bleak piece of shit movie and that has no right to be to be popular. And, the th and I think it... One major thing, if they if they changed the pacing of it, it might have saved it. Yeah, uh, that's the thing about every movie that I don't like. The all these movies that are the same bleak, dull gray, muted color yeah. pieces of shit. Uh, Ten minutes of plot stretched over ninety minutes. Yeah. Um, if those movies were well paced, I would enjoy it because I like I can get behind slow movies because the pacing is there. And, and that was the the biggest criticism. Even people who sang the movie's praises said it is a bit of a slow movie. And when people who like it admit it's a slow movie, that that means people who are a bit jaded like us know it is. And it's it's like I, I just I don't understand people's fascination with watching nothing happen and thinking it's good. I just don't get it. Uh, I think it has more with people being fascinated with something that is contrarian. Maybe. I... Th I see something you don't. Yeah, well, you're an idiot then. Am I? Yeah, you might have a tumor. <laughs> <laughs> I see spots. <laughs> I... I see spots. You know, if... Yeah. If we redub the movie with Rock Tugman, or Rock Tug, Tug Rock Rock Tugboat, <laughs> Rock Tugman, uh, Rock Tug guy, um, Rock Tugger, uh, Rock Tugboat uh, dubs the movie, the, like I would be more interested. Yeah. Like, where's my pig? Oink, I don't. Oink. I, I don't know where your pig went. You know where my pig is. Okay, I got rid of your pig. So sue me. You stop talking to my dad like that. He doesn't like to be talked like that. I don't like to be talked like that, kid. <laughs> and I'm your father. <laughs> and I'm the girl. And I'm Nicholas Cage. And I'm the car they drive. Beep, beep. And I'm the pig. <laughs> like, I'd be interested in that because it's absurd now. Yeah. But uh, other than that, like, I just, I just don't understand people's fascination with a movie that spends ten minutes doing, you know, just, like, I'm just gonna walk very slowly from this place to the other. It's like, that's not building tension. That ship has sailed. You know what? Maybe, maybe this is a Rift Tracks-like opportunity for us. Where, how, how Rift Tracks will sell a, uh, Rift Tracks will sell a, a, a uh, alternate track. Yeah, an alternate track that you could play over the movie. We might be able to get, uh, you know, do Legal. rock, rocktugboat.com. Legal. 
legally get away with it. I think it might yeah. be that name might be taken, um, <laughs> but we'll find yeah. something. We'll yeah. find something. He doesn't have to be called Rock Tugboat. But um, but yeah, like just take popular movies and just dub over them with the, with this uh, with this weird like uh, weird '30s gangster. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, frankly, my dear, I'll tell you what, I don't give a damn. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I think I think we'd have to stick to much shorter movies, maybe even just TV show episodes, uh, hey. because after five or ten minutes, it might wear on people. Yeah, I know. I'll get you and your little dog, too. <laughs> bark. Bark, bark, bark. <laughs> if I, I, I were the gonna... king of the forest... You know what I'd do? <laughs> I'd rough, and I'd rough, and I'd ha 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 ha. Uh, would she a good witch or a bad witch? I'm not a witch at all. What's the matter with you? <laughs> you killed her. She's dead. <laughs> so, on that note. Yeah. The Hair Witch Project. Uh, you know, for, uh, for the time, probably I would consider ambitious, uh, but still, you know, kind of. It, it is clearly a. Sh I, I hate to say shitty, uh, because it you know it was college kids just doing you know having fun, but it, it was a little bit kind of crappy and amateur and and directionless. I, like, I'm, I'm, it's, it's not fair to judge it on, I guess, like, how we feel about movies today. Yeah. Um, but that being said, I'm going to. Yeah. Uh, because I can't judge it back then. I will say that, uh, for us, for as long as we've chased this rainbow, uh, the pot of gold was more like a pot of stale crackers. Yeah. Um, but I am glad that I've seen it, and I, I I'm, I'm gonna recommend it. Yeah. Because you have to understand, like, it, it comes with an asterisk. It comes with, uh, like, you, you, you gotta know that this is the, 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 the crux of one of the greatest mysteries yeah. of my generation. That's still ongoing, apparently. <laughs> like, even watching the movie didn't solve the mystery of the movie. It just expanded it. Yeah, like, <laughs> there's, like, I, I actually have, uh, uh, I have not a soft spot, but I have I give props to the people who were in charge of making this movie because they somehow took this 37 minute uh, pile of jokes that yeah. them and their college friends did as a lark and they they got it they got us all talking yeah 20 and, some years later and the amazing thing about it is that it was it's popular enough that just enough people know about it and talk about it, but so obscure that no one can find it. Yeah, so if you are a, if you're like a, a, a film, not buff, but like, if you like good film mysteries maybe, or like obscure yeah. things, or if you're like a really, really big hipster, like, this is the movie for you. Yeah. Not to see, yeah. not to enjoy it, but to have that, that, that star on you, you know, that like, hey, this is a... This is what I've done. Like, you know, I get a star because I've yeah. seen this movie. A film equivalent of a red badge of courage. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> a film equivalent of a of a of a badge. We'll just say okay, yeah. of a medal, you know, like you deserve to if you can find and watch this movie, like you deserve major props. Yeah. So 
So we're not going to tell you where we found it, because we want you to have your own journey. Yeah, it's not going to be hard, I don't think. No. Not as hard as it was for us. No, it wasn't. And if you were one of those folks that uh, experienced this uh, movie when it came out, let us know where you found it. Yeah, tell us in the comments. We read them, um, and uh, we'll, we'll take a look. And if you want to start your journey, this is... Uh, Boy, oh boy, this is something for your YouTube page if you're yeah. a YouTuber. <laughs> yeah. Like, if, like, okay, I have to talk about this kind of thing. Like, this it's is... It's a... If you thought movies like Troll 2 were hidden, like, you know, gems of just kind of offbeat movies... If you think The Room was an ordeal... If you think The Room is too mainstream... Yeah. Boy, do we have a movie for you. If you thought, uh, Birdemic... Was uh, oh, was two on the map? <laughs> if uh, <laughs> like if you watched uh, oh, what was it, Replicant or whatever it was, <laughs> and you were like, I I I still feel that I'm in too big of a crowd here. If if Neil Breen is too popular for you, oh man, we're going lower than Neil yeah, Breen. I, <laughs> I don't know that. I, no, I think that's that might be a bit too far to compare this to Neil Breen. No, 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 because I, I agree I with think, you. Like, not a lot of people who like there's people who watch bad movies, and some of them don't even know who Neil Breen is. Yeah, and this is a step beyond Neil Breen of obscurity. It, if you yeah, thought Food is. Fight came out of nowhere, like this movie, I'm predicting is going to explode in popularity in the next five years. That would be that'd be insane. I, I would be if that happens, and I'm happy to be one of the first to talk about it. Yeah. So, that's it. Go see it. If you, go find it if you can. If Good you luck. Can. Um, all right, take it easy, everybody. Uh, toodaloo. That'll hold the little SOBs.